Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And i got to tell you, I am so excited about tonight's show because I get to say, good day, mate. And I get to say it a couple more times, and I hope that my guests will uh, cut me a little slack on the way that I do say it. Joining us here today for an amazing show right here on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We're going to be, as I would say, bust the crust to what it means to simply, simply be too good to be true. Joining me here today, Annette Sim, and she's here so that each and every one of us can understand what it means, what it means to be able to have a goal, to be able to look at how we can look great, feel great, and be healthy. Annette, best-selling Australian author and low-fat cooking expert, has turned triumph uh, triumph in her, her own lives over her own weight loss and health struggles into an incredible business. And tonight, we're going to be bringing you the best of the best. Why people are overweight? What does it mean to be able to cook phenomenal food? Can you have chocolate and still lose weight? Uh, what happens when you grow up being called the chubby kid? What does that mean for you? And how do we move beyond all of that? You're going to hear what Annette's journey was like, what her story was about, what it meant to be over 200 pounds, and how she turned that challenge into an incredible opportunity to help so many other people. So fasten your seatbelts tonight because you're going to not only hear about what this extraordinary journey has been like, but you're also going to hear some incredible recipes, how she goes about helping people and what it is that you don't know about taking the weight off, keeping it off, feeling good, and enjoying what you eat. Annette, thank you so much for joining the show today. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Well, good day. How are you? Good day. I'm doing absolutely phenomenal. But then, so are you, aren't you? <laughs> absolutely. I'm having a blast, I tell you. So I understand your nickname was Porky. I know. Isn't it fabulous? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it, where do you go from there? <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, no, my, that was my high school nickname, and uh, I would have really rather to be called Funk rat or something like that, but um, you know, in a way, it's uh, one of those things that uh, you try and work over your adversities. And I just tried to make my personality shine as much as I could, you know. But you know, I was an overweight kid, and you know, kids can be cruel. And you know, we're talking about health right now, and we're talking about weight. I think that there are more children walking around right now on the planet that are carrying more pounds. In, in the history uh, of, of our species, 
And I wanted to ask you about that. I know when you were growing up, to be overweight was kind of an anomaly, so to speak. I mean, you really stood out. Now, you know, there's an entire group of kids on each playground that could be considered chubby. What do you attribute this to? What's going on? Yeah, I agree with you, um, Dr. Pat. I think it's a very, very big concern, and I think a lot of parents are really frustrated and worried about what they're doing and well, what they can do to support these kids a bit more. I mean, because you're right, the kids are a real problem, and what worries me is that uh, when they get into their 40s, I mean, what's going to happen medically to them? You know, I mean, while they're kids, they can maybe get away with it, but we're even now seeing children diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, which... I would have thought would be unheard of a few years ago. Um, but if I could give a, a, a reason, I really believe that um, parents uh, are, are letting the kids dominate too much. Um, you know, when you say to a child, well, what do you want for dinner? Because they're going to, if they've got a choice, they'll say burgers or pizza. Yeah, and isn't that, I mean, don't you think, though, at some level, that's kind of, uh, you know, an easy way out of saying, okay, it's easy for me to go get the pizza and the burgers than it is for me to think about, you know, creating this meal day in and day out. And I have to tell you, I really feel for some of the mothers that are out there and fathers juggling three or four different hats and cooking mm. dinner probably isn't on the top of their list. But what do we do yeah. about it? Yeah. And I understand that. But you know what, sometimes it takes more time to go out and get the takeout than it is to cook. But, you know, especially when you use my recipes because they're so quick and so easy. And this is why I'm so excited to have my cookbook in America now because I, I really wanted to share this with you guys because I believe that this, I am offering you a solution to this and I get excited about that. Well, and the, and I gotta tell you, the book, I have it right in front of me, Simply Too Good to Be True, the American version for everybody. Um, 150 ways to tasty, low-fat, healthy recipes, and we're gonna talk about these. This is Australia's number one low-fat cookbook author, sold two and a half, well, I'm sure it's even more than that now, million books sold, inc- sold, includes a 28-day weight loss plan, and much more. You know, I, I was looking in the book, and I was really struck by the fact that you've put your story in here, you've put your pictures in here, and, you know, you're using that, at least from my point of view, as a way to say, if I could do it, you could do it. Is that the punchline here? Look, I agree. I think that if I, I mean, what it was is that, um, you know, I remember when I was a kid, though, as well, just flipping back to that for a second, that I, I did have... Um, uh, you know, divorced parents and I was an emotional eater as well and of course you take those things into adult life, you know what I mean? Um, and I think when, when you've got my book, I talk about a lot of the things that can really help you, not only just the fabulous recipes, but I talk about portion distortion and that's one of the things that's wrong with not only the kids, but with the big kids like us adults because I think we've lost what is a normal serve. We don't even know what that is anymore. I mean, it used to be that you go out to some of these fancy restaurants, right, and you expect very small portions, a lot of different levels of food, but you expect that. Now you go out to a normal dinner, and you really are expecting things to be piled on your plate, and if it's not piled on your plate, you probably don't want to go back there. 
why did we create this shift in our mindset? Because really, that's what we've done. Yeah, I mean, I think that they, the shop, the restaurants think they've got to give you a lot of food to, so that you think you're getting value for dollar. But really, I mean, how many people take it home, put it in the fridge, and then chuck it out a week later? Mm. So it's an awful waste, really. I mean, I'd rather them uh, just give us a nice meal because I find when I get a really big, huge plate, it puts me off. You know, it overwhelms me, and I go, oh, my gosh, so where do I start? Well, we don't know where to start, and that's what I wanted to talk about tonight with you is, you know, where did you start? I mean, what was what was your breaking point where you realized, wait a minute, this is not working for me? Mm. Well, I think it goes back to um, a photo. I mean, it's interesting when you look back at what are the things that have changed your life, and for me it was a, a photo taken at the beach, uh, and in my swimsuit at 220 pounds. And when it was sent to me in the post, I'll never forget going to my letterbox and being very excited about seeing a letter from my friend who'd been visiting and the, the photos and that. But it was absolutely devastating when I saw that picture of me because I went, oh, my gosh, girl, look at you. Yeah, and I just cried. I mean, I don't know. Have you ever seen a photo that you didn't like of yourself, Dr. Pat? Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? I mean, I, I had the same reaction myself not too long ago, and it put me moving in the direction that I'm in now because sometimes we have to get a picture that is so explicit to get us to move off our butt, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, well, that certainly moved my butt because my butt was <laughs> damn big. <laughs> it, was, it was twice the size it should have been. And really, it was great because it just gave me that, okay, you know what, that aha moment where I said, I cannot be like this anymore because I'm miserable, I'm unhealthy, I'm getting fatter every day. I mean, you'd think you'd be able to maintain it to 20 pounds, but I wasn't. And um, so I sat down and thought about what I wanted to be. And I thought, well, I don't want to be a dieter because, you know, when you say the word diet, the first oh. three letters are die. Right. Yeah, because that's what it feels like when you're on a diet. But what I really ultimately wanted was I wanted to be healthy. And so when you say the word healthy, the first four letters are heal. And I think that is was the big change and shift is that I not only healed the outer in it, but I healed the inner one as well. And that's how mm. I've been able to, you know, I lost the 20, uh, in 20 months I lost 70 pounds. But I've been in my healthy weight range now for over 17 years. Well, and I want to talk about that a minute because I, I remember just recently the other day there was a, com- I think it was a commercial that came on and Oprah was actually in the commercial and she was saying, I can't believe I let this happen to me again. I can't believe I did this to myself again. Now, I don't know where she went from that. It was one of these quick commercials. But I think a lot of people are saying, well, we can believe that that happened again because we're just like you, Oprah. You know, we're having the same problems you are having. And we look for people to help us out. But not everybody has three chefs and, you know, can have what Oprah has. What you've been able to do, Annette, is you've been able to provide a program and a platform that just about everybody that's listening to the show and people that aren't listening to the show can follow and change your lives. Mm. What is, would you say, what are the top three things that you've learned that you are not willing to negotiate about? 
Well, I think it's, it's definitely um, that I, the fact that I, I own being a healthy person. Mm. Like, that is who Annette is. You know, that's, that's who I am. That's how I live my life. And a healthy person still might have some chocolate or they might have pizza, but they don't eat a, a whole big pizza and then go back and eat all the kids' crust. You know, I just have a couple of pieces and move away from the box. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, I think that's probably the most important one. And the second one was probably um, I chose to, you know, really look at the, the type of food that I was eating. And I'd ask myself, now, is this, is this, am I eating this just because of pleasure or am I eating it to nourish my body? And you know what? You want to have some pleasure in there anyway. I mean, that's for sure. Um, I don't think I could survive without having cake and biscuits or cookies and things like that. But once you make them the low fat way, it seems that, that I got this whole guilt-free feeling and relationship with food. So really what I did was I changed my relationship with food. So I changed the relationship with myself and changed my relationship with food. And that was significant shifts. But at the end of the day, the final one was that I kept motivated you know, I, I think that I made it a fun thing. It was a journey that I was going to see to the end. And I would do things to reward myself along the way because I think it's like baby steps. Sometimes you can think, you know, I've got 70 pounds to lose. That's such a big job. But I just looked at 10 pounds. You know, I just all I worked for was getting the next 10 pounds off. And bit by bit, you know, you break the wall down and you get where you want to go. I wanted to ask you a, a, a couple of questions that are very important right now to, I think, people listening to the show. One of the things that I think you have done so superbly is to create a way for us to eat healthy, lose weight, and enjoy delicious food. That's kind of different for people to believe that they could actually lose weight. And if they go to your website, as as you folks are, are listening to the show, let me introduce you to Annette Sim joining me here tonight. The website is simplytoogood.com, simplytoogood.com. So if you're listening to the show, which I know you are, and you're online, go to the website and just take a look at some of the pictures that are being flashed in front of you. One of them is this cheesecake with blueberry sauce. And I want to ask this question, Annette. People don't believe they can eat like that and still lose weight. Tell us how that's possible. I know. I mean, I'm sorry. I say to you, eat yourself slim, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? If you're a Cheesecake fan, hello, that's my middle name, Annette Cheesecake Sim. Um, <laughs> you know, if you really want to eat cheesecake, then... I'm giving you solutions to it because this baked cheesecake with blueberry sauce, oh, my gosh, it's just a bliss in every mouthful. But check the fat count. It's only 4.4 grams of fat and 185 calories, and that's with the sauce. It can be even lower if you don't put the sauce and just have the plain cheesecake. And so what happens is you get this comfort. You get this feeling like, well, maybe this is how I can do it forever. If I know that when I want to have cheesecake... I'm going to make this one. Um, and that way you're not missing out. So if you've got a special function, you can, you've got to take a dessert. You can make this sort of thing, you know, and then take it. You can have a piece as well. And, and once you tell everybody that it's low fat and healthy, you watch. They'll all be diving for it. They'll want it as well because most people, given the choice, really do prefer to have a healthier option. But, you know, often there's no choice with it. 
Well, and this is some of the things that you talk about. Uh, what would be sort of on your list of things not to do? If people had to stop doing a few things right now, what would you say stop doing this like right now? Okay. Well, I definitely stop deep frying. Uh, you know, when you're, you're, you're wanting to lose fat, try not to eat a lot of the bad fats because that's what will clog your arteries. And, and heart disease is a, one of the biggest killers of Americans and Australians. So we've got to look at the saturated fats. Now, there are good fats to have, and you need to have them in your diet. Um, you need to have things like nuts. Olive oil for um, salad dressing or sunflower oil when you're cooking. Um, the other one you could have that would be really good is avocado. Um, so they're really good, healthy fats, but you don't want the saturated fats or a minimum amount of them anyway. Um, so definitely you don't want to deep fry, you don't want saturated fats, and um, probably think about the amount of carbohydrates you have. Now, I'm not about saying cut them out because that's crazy. I want you to have all the food groups, but think about the quality carbs like your fruit, um, you know, pasta, rice, potatoes. Um, you know, have them in moderation and they will really give you energy and they're brain food. Um, the, the ones that aren't great are the ones that are sugar-based, you know, like cookies and, um, you know, lollies. Exactly. Um, yeah, you know, candy, things exactly. like that. They're not, there's nothing nutritional about them. But if you do have them, have them in small amounts if you can. I want to make sure our listeners join in on the conversation. We actually have two copies of Simply Too Good to Be True, the American version, to give out for, for two of our callers that call in with questions. And Seth will get your information so we can get you the books. Uh, the number to call in if you've got a comment, if you've got a question, if you want to get some help like right now or from one of the top experts in the world talking about low fat, talking about how we can live healthy lifestyle and do it by eating delicious food, 888-815-9756, 888-815-9756. And we'd like to give away two copies of this book so you can get started now. But we also want your questions. We also want your comments. What's on your mind? What's been your struggle? What are you willing to say goodbye to? Uh, you know, and one of the things that I, I read in the book that's kind of interesting is, you know, you talk about cutting out deep fried. You talk about cut out cream-based sauces. It seems like we have really gotten immersed in sauces and cream-baked sauces. And even if you go out to fast food, they're giving you dipping sauces. Where did that come from? Well, I think it's probably to camouflage the poor quality of food that they might be serving up. You know? That's a good idea. <laughs> Cover it with sauce and no one will notice. Um, you know, I, we like sauces here too in Australia, and I know you know you guys love to dip everything. And um, and really, one of the ways that I was able to you know help myself lose the weight was to really embrace the the low fat products. You know, like the mayonnaises and the, the salad dressings and. And, you know, you can get really good low-fat ranch dressings and things like that. I'm not a big fan of the no-fat stuff because I think it just has no flavor. Mm. 
Mm. I mean, you know, you, you know, we don't want to do that because that's diet syndrome. Like I use a lot of um, in my sauces. I mean, and I'm, I love a beautiful creamy sauce. And chefs are notorious for just using loads of butter, loads of cream. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I call that heart attack on a plate when you you do it like that. You know, it's just not the way to go. Uh, instead, I will use other things to enhance the flavour, and so it still will have the beautiful creamy texture that you want. But I use mainly the two percent evaporated canned milk, and it works a treat. And, and I don't think people know the difference. I, I mean, you have to be concerned right now in the business you're in. You have to be concerned about what might be hop- happening both in America and, and in Australia right now with the economy being what it is. Do mm. you believe that people are cutting corners so there is more pasta on the table than meats? I mean, what do you think is happening right now? Mm. Actually, very good point. Um, you know, I think the economy can actually make people overweight or get fatter um, because what they do is they tend to um, cut corners. You said, like, they maybe won't buy as many vegetables or fruit um, or they'll buy, you know, you know, stuff that's really cheap um, because obviously they've got a budget they've got to work with. Um, you know, load up on bread, load up on, you know, lots of potato and pasta, which... You know, they're a good energy food, but you can overdo it, as I said before. Um, also with the meats, they'll buy cheaper meats, you know, which will probably have more fat, you know, less quality to them because they, they're on the budget. Um, and and I, I worry about this because, you know, I know that, you know, you've only got so many dollars to do what you do. And, and so my answer is that, you know, you can maybe embrace more legumes. You know, you know I make a fantastic um, chilli and, you know, you don't have to use all meat. You know, you can throw in kidney beans or um, you know, any of the other beans. You've got loads of black beans, all those type of ones, and they really can stretch a meal and make it go further. And, you know, part of this is figuring out how to put this together and figuring out uh, that this really is easy. We're actually busting through a myth because we've built up sort of a story around food and shopping and cooking. And, you know, and this is really a time to get the kids involved with this as well. I wanted to, to talk with you about the issues that you see people have, what their struggles are. You know, what do you find are the top challenges that people have, people with good intentions? You know what I'm saying? I mean, Oprah had a great intention. What do you find causes people to either be successful or not? Well, let's use Oprah um, and okay. even like Kirsty Alley. They're two incredibly amazing women that are very smart. They're at the top of their game. And yet, with all the resources they have financially and with the, the, you know, the support teams that they have around them, as you said previously, you know, the chefs and the trainers and that, and yet they still cannot win the battle of the bulge. And so it shows that what it is is you have to own it yourself, no matter what you've got around you. The one problem I see with people is not taking the responsibility on their shoulders. And one of the things that they do is they've got these habits that they've created. And I'm speaking from experience here. I had some dreadful habits. Uh, They were shockers. And uh, what I had to do is wean myself away from these things 
Um, a good example might be, you know, um, at 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon, um, most times people get hungry. Do you find you're looking for a snack around that time? I just ate an, an apple before I came on the shelf. Mm. And what happens with that time of the day is normally when you'd be getting home from school and that's when, you know, you've probably got mum, you know, with a snack waiting for you and you've got into the habit as a kid that you eat something because you're normally starving when you get home from school. But now, you know, in your 40s or 50s or 60s or whatever, you've still got that habit. And so we've got to make sure that you're, you're actually hungry when you eat that snack, not just because, well, that's what you've always done. And I think that's really an important thing to think about. You know, there is also another problem which I want to uh, ask you to address. You know, we have a tendency to go, let's use the diet word if we could, Annette, for a minute. We have a tendency to diet, and part of what that looks like is not eating. I don't eat breakfast. How many times do we hear this? I've heard this the other Mm. day. Somebody says, you know what, I don't understand. I'm not losing weight. I don't eat breakfast and I don't eat lunch. What does our body do when we don't eat? Uh, Well, you know, it's a crazy thing. Let me sort of explain to you, and I know that you've heard it a million times, folks, that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. We get it hammered to us all the time, but let me explain it to you a little bit. So when you see the word breakfast, you divide it into two words. It's break fast. And that's exactly what breakfast is. It's breaking the fast from the night before. So when your metabolism has gone into sleep mode, it needs to do that. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to sleep overnight. So it calms down. It just goes at a really nice, slow pace. You wake up in the morning, and it's a little bit like if I could explain when you turn the car in your, you know, you, you turn a key over in your engine, you know, your car, it starts it up and kicks it over. Well, breakfast is like the key to your metabolism. So it kicks it over, gets it started, and gets it pumping. Now, that means when your metabolism is working that you're going to burn fat. And if you want to lose weight, that's what you really ultimately want to be doing is you want to be a fat-burning machine. But if you miss breakfast, your metabolism will go slow for most of the day. So it's kind of a bit crazy to do that. And I know a lot of people say, well, I just I don't like breakfast. Well, you know, that's the old you. That's the you, the you that's sitting there overweight. So what you've got to do is recreate yourself. And so maybe just start with a piece of fruit or a banana or just a piece of toast or, you know, just something light to start with and at least kickstart your metabolism with that choice. And then you might find, like I did, I missed breakfast when I was overweight because I thought, well, if I'm going to cut a meal out, it might help me. And so I'd cut that one out. But then I'd eat for the whole day afterwards. I'd yeah. stop. <laughs> and, boy, I know we have some folks uh, saying, yep, I can relate to that. I want to mention, for those of you just tuning in, I'm so thrilled to have Annette Sim join us here today. She is the author of Simply Too Good to Be True, the American version, over 150 ways to tasty, low-fat, healthy recipes, and a 28-day weight loss plan, which we're going to talk about. Annette has been helping people all over the world. Uh, she has sold 2.5, over 2.5 million books. Then the reason that she has is because this works. We'd love to give away two copies of the book, and I hope we haven't done that already. 888-815-9756. Give us a shout. 888-815-9756. Annette, I wanted to ask you a question about oil. 
And I wanted to ask you a question about coconut oil. Recently, I've heard that coconut oil either breaks down differently or whatever it does differently. And I wanted to ask you about that because we've heard for years that coconut is like a no-no. Anything about coconut is a no-no. Can you clarify the issue around coconut or no coconut? <laughs> well, yeah, it's a good question, and I, I'm not convinced at this point, to be honest. I still uh-huh. am cautious of it. I, I think that uh, I'd like to see a little bit more proof on that. Um, coconut oil um, can be quite highly saturated, and, you know, coconut cream um, you'll notice when you, if you eat a lot of it, you know, I remember one of my friends did an, a Thai cooking course and he was in his 40s and suddenly he was getting acne and his skin, like he was, his hair was getting really oily and I said, what's wrong with your face? And he said, I think it's all the coconut cream from the, the cooking class. Um, so you can see that there's a lot of oil and that oil's got to come out somewhere and I mean, he was quite devastated that he was, you know, getting this bad acne. Um, as soon as he cut out the coconut oil, it came, you know, his skin came back and it's fabulous. But, I mean, really, I'm not a fan. That's my opinion. And so, you know, people should really do their homework and do the research and figure this out uh, for themselves. Yes. Because, you know, every time we open up a news or read something or get some kind of instant message or something about food or dieting, there's always something new on the table. How is right. your book and your your methodology different from you, you know a lot of what's come before the zone diet you know the the mm-hmm. atkins diet you know all of these different things that people the blood type thing i i mean mm-hmm. are these things really true that i'm a typo and i should be eating a half a cow <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Look, isn't there some? There's some crazy ways out there to lose weight, and you know what? Over my lifetime, I've tried most of them, and all they ever did was really ultimately make me fat. You know, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, how many times have you tried? You know, the shake diets. You know, the all those ones you mentioned. Were you able to yes lose weight? I mean, a lot of times you can, like the high protein diet. I mean, you can lose a bucket load of weight. But can you keep it off? That's my big problem with most diets, that they are very short-term success. And what I want to teach everybody is how they can lose the weight happily and easily, but say goodbye to it forever. I don't want you to find those you know, pounds anymore. You know, we've done with them. Move on, which is what I've teached thousands of Australians to do, and I'm very excited to be able to now do this in America. And a good example is if you go to my um, 28-day weight loss plan, um, you'll see in there, Dr. Pat, you know, it's very livable, it's doable. Like you get, you know, you get things, you know, like that you say, oh, can I really eat this on a, a, on a weight loss plan? You know, can I have chocolate? Well, yes, you can. It's, uh, if you have like a certain amount and you say, okay, well, you know, here, for example, it says, oh, you know, uh, where can I find it? Yeah, one and a half ounces of milk or dark chocolate. Now, that's nothing wrong with that. It's planned into your day. It's when you sit down and eat the whole big block that it's right. a problem. And right. so what I'm doing is saying, yes, you can have your chocolate, but learn how to do it in moderation. And so it's, it's really important to make sure you're satisfied and 
really the yo-yoing of up and down, of hungry and, you know, starving to full. And what I've done in my plan is I've worked out that you have a, a certain amount of carbohydrates with each meal so that your insulin levels don't dramatically drop at any time. So a lot of times people say to me, I'm full. I can't eat it all. And I go, well, I'm sorry. You just got to eat it, you know. Like, and these are people that normally never can be full. Well, you know, part of this is really taking a look at how you can take care of yourself. I want to make sure everybody knows that this particular process, the book, the plan, Simply Too Good to Be True, the American version, is something that so many people have been waiting for. What I want to make sure all of you know is the website is simplytogood.com. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, imagine this. Imagine a seafood chowder, everybody licking your lips right now, with boneless fish fillets, just delicious, luscious, raw shrimp, crab meat, parsley. Imagine imagine this succulent seafood chowder. Now imagine 1.5 grams of fat. What you're saying? What? Yeah, when we come back from break, we're going to share that and much more. And my very special guest today, Annette Sims, is going to take us through this 28-day weight loss plan. What does it mean to you, and how can you get started right away? You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile. For more information about us, go to www.thedrpatshow.com or drpatlive.com. And when we return you're going to get the the magic behind the recipes and behind my very special guest today, Annette Sims. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Are you living your life to the max? Is there anything you would like to change about how you feel or what you're experiencing? You can have anything you want, and empowerment psychic Linda Dickinson can show you the way. Living your life to the max is more than a catchphrase. 
It's what we intended when we came into this line. Empowerment Psychic Medium, Linda Dickinson, online at InMyFuture.com. For private sessions, call 800-206-9096. Live your life to the max. Margaret McElroy is an internationally recognized psychic, medium, and gifted spiritual teacher graduating hundreds of students from five continents. A popular magazine and newspaper clairvoyant from nearly a dozen publishing houses, she's authored eight books and hosted syndicated radio shows on over 30 stations around the world. Margaret says there's never been such a thirst for metaphysical knowledge. Check out her website at margaretmcelroy.com. That's margaret, M-C-E-L-R-O-Y.com. Can you imagine a world where noodles are calorie-free? For centuries, Japanese women have eaten these noodles. Now this Japanese Miracle Noodle is available in the United States at MiracleNoodle.com. As seen on ABC News, this noodle made only of soluble fiber has zero net carbs and zero calories. Imagine the possibilities. Now you know why it's called Miracle Noodle. Add noodles back into your diet guilt-free at MiracleNoodle.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I want to thank everybody for tuning us in and turning us on each and every day. And as I said before, you're going to hear lots more about the holistic makeover that we're planning. Yep, it is that time again. And I want to make sure you know that you can sign up for our newsletter and you can find out about our giveaways, about our guests, and about some of the exciting events that we have planned for you, including our upcoming Tea for Transformation event. We plan to have this citywide across the country to raise food for the food banks in your city. You'll hear lots more about that. Today joining us today, Annette Sims, my very special guest, best-selling author, uh, Simply Too Good to Be True. And Annette, thank you so much for joining us here today. There really is a lot to talk about in terms of educating our listeners and ourselves to the fact that we can truly do this, eat really delicious food, and lose weight. Well, absolutely. I mean, I always say to people, if I can do it, so can you, because... um, (laughs) You know, I'm no, you know, genius here. I just decided that I had to do it. And I, you know, after seeing that photo of me in the swimsuit at 220 pounds, I, I had the, I could, you know, I could have ignored it all. And I really worry at the age now I am at 54, what my quality of life would be like. Because I was at that time suffering from sciatic problems. Um, you know, you, you never know what was ahead. And it just shows that you can change your life just by the snap of a finger by making that choice and that was the choice I made was to be a healthy person and so I've avoided type 2 diabetes and cholesterol or heart problems. I'm, I'm a real healthy gal now. Absolutely and, and you now introducing us to the American version of this which has a 28-day weight loss plan. Can you tell us about this 28-day plan? 
Well, it's an exciting plan because I think that when you buy a, a cookbook, you never expect to get that in there as well. But in the front, you've got lots of my tips and lots of uh, good information so that you can make the wise choices. Um, so it's really um, tools to change your life. It's not just a normal recipe book. And when I devised the 28-day plan for you, um, I, I was really excited to be able to get this in the book for you because a lot of times people say, oh, I really you know, love the recipes and I love this for lunch and I love the lasagna for dinner, but I'm really not sure what to have for breakfast and how much potato should I have at dinner and what snacks to have. So, folks, you've got no excuse. I've done it all for you. Uh, well, absolutely. What is the difference between level one and level two that you refer to in the book? Well, yeah, good question. Level one is on, you, you know, if you have about 30 grams of fat a day and about 1,300 calories. And I think that's doable for most women. So if you're really, you only need to lose, you know, 10 or 20 pounds, that's a really good level for you. Or if you're a male that's, you know, really not active at all and doesn't have a lot to lose. But the level two is higher in calories and fat. So you normally get about 40 grams of fat on level two and 1,500 calories. So that means, say, if your husband and yourself want to go on it, you probably find level two would be good for him and level one be good for you. Um, or if you have maybe more than 50-odd pounds to lose, then you would probably go to level two. And, and that way it's, it's livable. You know, you're not going to be starving yourself to death and you'll find that you'll be able to stick at it for a longer time. And that's important. Well, and the other thing that I want I wanted to ask you about is we did briefly talk about snacks. I mean, you know, clearly there's a lot of snacking that goes on in this country. Um, you include snacks. Can you, how are the snacks used? You know, when should people be snacking based on what you've put in here? Is there sort of a method to this, or do you snack when you're hungry? Well, um, if you're on level one, uh, let's just use that as an example. Okay. Um, you always... In your snack, you always get a cup of no-fat milk so that you can have that, you know, um, just as a glass of milk or you can have it with your tea and coffee. Um, you know, you can always, you, you always get a fruit snack nearly always in there as well. So you could always make a, like a fruit smoothie with it if you wanted as well. But you normally get two other snacks. So what I always say is pick in the day when you really do need that snack. So if you have breakfast, see for me, I don't eat anything till lunch. I mean, I'll have my breakfast and I'm good to go because I'm busy. And so I don't think about food until lunchtime. So I want my snack in the afternoon and then maybe about 8 o'clock or 8.30 at night. So I always tend to keep my snacks for then. So if you were looking at your schedule, Dr. Pat, when would you put in two snacks? I would put in snacks midday uh, for me, kind of like the two or three-ish, maybe more like three-ish or so um, for me because I have such a um, an early schedule for the most part um, that, you know, if I don't get a little something at 10 o'clock and a little something at 2 o'clock, I'm starting to feel like uh, I'm yeah. not thinking straight. And so that's the thing that you get to work at. I don't tell you when to have those snacks. They're just there for you to choose whenever you want and that's what's important you need to work out what you want so you'll have day one for example you have breakfast lunch dinner and then you have your snacks and then level two gets a, a few extra snacks as well so what, what happens and for those of you that are, are are able to take a look at this book and i want to make sure you know this book is pretty much available 
you know, anywhere, definitely on Amazon, correct? And um, yes. what? You, not only do you say in in the plan, you say, look, you know, this is what you can have. Now go to page two eighteen or page eighty four, and there's the recipe. That is really key for people that are wondering, okay, she's telling me how, what to eat, but how do I go about fixing it? What are people yeah. saying about the way you've laid this out? Are they finding this easy to follow? What What is some of the feedback you're getting? Well, I had one lady um, email me saying that she was very excited. She would um, wanted to share with me that uh, she had been on the plan uh, for a week and when she got to day four she was ready to give up she was telling her husband said look this is crazy I'm not going to lose weight on this plan I'm not hungry I'm eating all this food I mean you know it's it's just not going to work and he just said well look you know what maybe you need to trust Annette because I mean she's had such success with it with so many people um, and so she decided to go the full week and when she weighed herself, she'd lost seven pounds. Wow. I mean, wow. she was over the moon. And I just, what it is is I show people that you don't have to starve to lose weight. It's just about making good choices and eat in moderation. Now, let me ask you, do you have a favorite? A favorite recipe? Absolutely. Do you have a favorite recipe in the book? Well, you know, it's a little bit like picking one of your kids because, you know, they are my <laughs> babies, all these recipes, because I created them all. But you know what? There is probably one that, you know, I just adore. Probably, I love all of them, but probably it would be my chicken pizziola. Mm. I mean, who wouldn't want that? Because I love pizza. Do you like pizza? I love pizza. Are you kidding? I'm Italian. Yeah, well, there you go. Absolutely adore it. Yeah, if you go to page 100, you'll see that there's this fabulous um, recipe. And what I like about the recipes as well is that everything you buy is in the supermarket. I want you to be quick and easy and done. And so your ingredients you can find all in the supermarket. And the method, I look at the most simplistic way to do it. You know, I don't expect everyone to be gourmet chefs. I'm, I'm actually doing it as if people aren't very good cooks. So I give you the simplest way to do it, and so you'll be surprised at how small the methods are because basically my technique is chop it all up, chuck it in the pot and cook it. I mean, so that's how easy it can be. But with this particular recipe, the chicken pizziola, what's clever about it is that you get a chicken breast without the skin and you bash it down, and so you flatten it out. So it becomes a bit like a pizza base and then you spread the um, no salt added tomato paste because I'm looking at your heart healthier as well by having the no salt products which are fabulous but they're good for the heart and then in a bowl you're going to mix up some diced ham, mushrooms, bell peppers, green onions, tomato, a bit of crushed garlic and some dried basil, I think you say basil (laughs) (laughs) and you mix that all together, chuck it on the top of the chicken and then sprinkle some of the 2% sharp reduced fat cheese, and then you chuck it in the oven. You cook it, put, you, it's all raw. You put it in the oven, you cook it for about 30 or 40 minutes, and it comes out, and, oh, my gosh, it's bliss in every mouthful. And I serve that with maybe some, um, like, new potatoes, little potatoes with a skin on them, a tossed salad. You, you've got a gourmet meal. 
one of the things that 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 I've noticed, and this is what we're talking about here today with Annette, is that you know part of thinking about how to get healthy and how to lose weight is really, like I said earlier, Annette, is shifting our mindset that we have to go to a diet with food that we don't like and really sacrifice your approach, which includes dessert, is completely opposite of what most people understand about dieting. But Mm. at some level, it's really bringing us back to basics, isn't it? Look, you're probably right because um, a lot of times people think, well, you know, that recipe sounds really good in it. But let me tell you that the fat count is only 7.8. I mean, your calories are 222. I mean, it is doable. You can have this. And I think what's what I'm showing people is that, you know what, the way we've been doing it isn't working. You know, I mean, there's all these, there's more diets on the market, there's more low-fat products than ever before, and yet we're the fattest in history. So what I'm doing is I'm bringing you back to the basics, making sure that you eat good quality food that's going to eat in moderate amounts, and your body is going to be energized from it. But you're going to be happy because you're eating food that you love. You know, you're not missing out. Like if you're Italian, for example, you'll love my section in there for sauces for pasta. Yeah. I mean, we all love pasta. It's a really economical dish, but it's also real simple to make. And so I give you a whole section just on sauces that are awesome to go over your pasta. And they're all like that, remember. It's It's great. Well, and you know, part of this is really learning how we can, we can cook and cook deliciously. I mean, you include a light pesto and a pesto pasta sauce and I mean, all of this is included in the plan. I've saved, I believe, the best for last. <laughs> oh, what is it? Uh, the baked cheesecake with blueberry sauce. And the yeah. reason I've saved this is because the last thing that people believe they can eat when they're watching their weight is a a piece of cheesecake like the way that you've got this in the book. And I want to talk about this cheesecake and, and actually walk people through it because the cheesecake with the sauce basically is 185 calories. Without the sauce, it's 153. Let's talk about what makes this something that people can eat in this plan. Yeah, I mean, first of all, can we just admire the fabulous photo? <laughs> oh, I mean, why, oh my gosh. I mean, I can't get you my eyes off it. You want to eat the page. You want to eat the page. Look, okay, let's go through the recipe, and I'm really glad you picked this one because it's a really good example of how easy you can transform something that we all love. Now, this makes enough for 12 serves, and you're going to do the base. Now, the base is um, oatmeal cookies that are sugar-free. Um, so you, you've got the, the great, you know, tasting cookies, but they're not high in sugar. Um, a tablespoon of no-fat milk, and you just blend them up in the food processor. And because it's going to be baked, it will all hold really firmly together. So normally when a lot of people do the baked cheesecakes, they put a lot of butter into the cookie mixture as well. Am I right? Absolutely. And the other thing that I've done is that I don't put the biscuit base right up the edge. You know, I just put it on the base of the cheesecake. And so when you pop it out, it actually gets like a brown coating on the edge and it kind of looks like it's got a base, you know, the cookies on it, but it's not. 
And I really think that you only need the, big, the cookies on the base. It's enough. You don't need it all up the side. It gets too much. Don't you agree? I totally agree. I mean, and, you know, that's what's really also appealing about it. I don't think people would even notice it, really, because what you've created, it's just delicious looking. And one of the things I like about that as well, it's real simple, because, you know, you don't have to be pushing all the the cookie stuff up the side of the the, the, uh, pie plate or the um, cake tin that you're using. Um, I, I like simple. I like easy. Just bung it in the base, spread it out flat, and bung it in the fridge after that. Now, the filling, which has really got... Um, I, I've noticed so many times I've, I've actually done this when I've done a lot of television in the US, and, of course, all the hosts you know, want to hack into the cheesecake at the end of the filming. And <laughs> the comment that I get every time is, oh, my God, this is cheesecake. It is as if, the, you know, like it's going to taste something like a little bit like it, but because it's like fat, it's not going to do it. And they right. oh, my God, it's... Yeah, the texture. It's very important that we get the right texture. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Uh-huh. Uh, absolutely. I mean, cheesecake is about texture in a lot of ways. Very important. So the filling for this is a 16-ounce tub of low-fat cottage cheese with the 2% milk fat. So, you know, it's going to have a little bit of fat in it, which is okay because you want that. You're going to put in uh, four ounces of the third less-fat Philadelphia cream cheese. So, you know, they're the, cre- the cheeses that are the base to this cheesecake. Now, the little add-ins that will really enhance the flavour is a tablespoon of grated lemon rind, three tablespoons of fresh lemon juice. So you'll get that little tartness from it as well. A teaspoon of vanilla extract, three-quarters of a cup of sugar, and another thing that I do here in a lot of my recipes is I, I'm not a real big fan of egg yolks. Okay. Because that's where all the... The saturated fat lies. The the egg white has all the raising abilities uh, and the you know, nutrients. Um, so you'll find often I don't always use them if they don't need it in the recipe. So for this recipe, I'm using two egg whites and as well one whole egg. So you're actually going to use three eggs, but you're only using one of the egg white. And that's all it needs to bind it. And the last thing in there is three tablespoons of all-purpose mm. flour. So that's the filling. Wow. Let's let's hold off before we get to the sauce because we've got Molly from Arizona uh, joining us, and I want to make sure we get her question. Molly, uh, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Molly. Well, hi. Uh, very interesting. Uh, I've been listening from the very beginning, but when she started talking about uh, cheesecake, I knew I had to call. <laughs> <laughs> because because the reason that I run into if you go on a diet that you can never find since I have a sweet tooth and so does my husband and I you never find like low fat recipes for sweets and desserts which I feel like are a very important part of a diet because then you don't feel you know that you're missing out on something so I think that was a reason for the call because uh both me and my husband do need to lose weight, but we both have a sweet tooth, so that was the reason. <laughs> well, let me yeah. ask you a question. I mean, when you when you, when you move and you go on a diet, do you cut all sweets out? How do you how do you go about that? And you know, what kind of help might you get from Annette, my guest tonight? Okay. Well, I think maybe the problem is maybe I do cut them out and restrict them all together, and maybe that's what makes me want them more. But I feel that if maybe I had recipes for sweets, that maybe I wouldn't be so tempted for the high fat. 
and learn how to make low-fat desserts, then I wouldn't feel so restricted and so deprived. Wow. And that's what do you think? caught my eye. Annette, what do you think of that? I mean, don't you think that's definitely going to help Molly? Oh, Molly, you're going to love it. Because if you have got a sweet tooth, you can't just cut that out. I mean, right. I went to the doctor, I went to the dentist once and said to him, "Can you pull the sweet tooth out? I hate it." And uh, he just laughed. And but I was serious. I was hoping that he was going to say there was a sweet tooth that it could just be pulled out and be done with it. You know, you've got to work out how to live with this long term. You right. know, this is what we do when we're doing diet syndrome. We think, okay, well, I'll just give it up for a while, but then eventually, you know, you're going to get real resentful. You're going to get really bored with what you're having because you want those sweet things. So, I mean, I agree. I, I'm a fan of desserts. I, I love, you know, slices and cakes and and uh, muffins and things like that. Once you know you can have it, like you could say on Saturday night we're going to have the baked cheesecake with blueberry sauce for dessert. You're going to feel like you're going to look forward to that all week and knowing that it's coming, you're going to feel less deprived. And that's right. important. Yes, and actually, cheesecake is my favorite. So that's why it just caught me. When he said cheesecake, I went, okay, I've got to call now. Okay. Well, can I just tell you as well, some of the other desserts, let me see if I can tempt you, Molly. Um, okay. I've got Annie's apple pie. Mm. I've got banana caramel self-sauce pudding. I've got blueberry pancakes, chocolate oh fudge sauce, chocolate mousse pie, Oh cream caramels, I've got fruit nut cobbler, lemon meringue pie, and, oh oh, excuse me, get excited, Mississippi delicious. mud cake. Oh, my, that sounds delicious. I mean, there's now, more there, but I'll just... I can just stay on. I, 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 did you mention the pumpkin pie? Oh. Oh, and there's pumpkin pie, there's <laughs> um, strawberries romanette, You've got uh, fruit delight. You've got co creamy oh, coconut wow. rice. Now that's just the desserts. I mean, I've also I've got the baking as well because you know what? It's so nice to have something with a cup of coffee when you really, if you have friends over. So oh, you've yes. got some. You know, look to me, it's it's like I don't want you, Molly, when you make that cheesecake. I don't want you to sit there and eat half of it in one day, right? Because that defeats the purpose. Right, right. And, um, yeah, right. You've just got to make sure that you say, okay, I'll have one portion, you know, and I'll have it uh, each day. I mean, it's really not a big deal. You can budget right, that into right. your calories for the day. I mean, 185 calories. You can bung that in every day if you want it. Yes, yes. Uh -huh. I mean, I'm excited for you. And you're oh, going to get a copy of the book, Molly. So don't oh, hang I'm up. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hang up because Seth is going to get your address and he's going to email it to me and we're going to get you a copy of the book. Oh, I so much appreciate it. I thank you and I'm going to try it for the 28 days and I'm just ready to go. Oh, absolutely. And we're going to really help you and support you along the way. Thank you, Molly. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Wow. Bye, we Molly. Didn't, we didn't mention the chocolate slice, by the way, but well, i got to... Annette, the, this is so fabulous. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on the show. I mean, we didn't talk about everything in the book, and, you know, for folks listening, they can for sure go to your website to find out more. Uh, thank you so much. What, what's your personal message? What do you want to leave with everyone tonight that's listening to the show and for folks that are going to be listening to this as a podcast on iTunes, on Yahoo, and everywhere else. 
Oh, I'd probably want to leave them with the thought that, you know, this is your journey. We don't get a second chance to come back again. So if you're feeling like, you know, you're not well and you're not enjoying your life as much as you wanted because of your health and because you're overweight, then start right now because you deserve to be the best you can be and believe that if you have failed in the past, that's okay. You've learnt from it. Today is a new day. You're going to start my program. It's all new and you can do it. I believe in everybody has the, the ability to do it. Well, I want to thank you for doing what you're doing. This is so needed. I'm so thrilled you decided to, to bring this to America. Um, I, I can't say enough about how much this means and will mean to so many people. And that's now my very special guest. The website is simply toogood.com. Annette, thank you so much. Thanks, Dr. Patton. Lovely talking to you. It's great to be talking with her. There's lots of information on the website. The book is Beyond Fabulous. And I want to thank everybody for joining us on the show here tonight. If you've missed any part of this, you'll be able to listen to this live, uh, listen to the rebroadcast on the Dr. Pat Show site website in the archive section, www.thedrpatshow.com. T-H-E-D-R-PATSHOW.com. And as you kind of step out in your day, forget about the past. Forget about what you didn't do. Forget about what you think you should have done. And remember what Annette said. Today is the day you can start a new day. Today is the day you can change your life. Today is the day that we're going to support you as you move forward because it is simply too good to be true. We'll see you all next time. Create yourself a fabulous, fabulous week.